Hey, Watch What Happens Live listeners. Spring is almost here, and my favorite way to celebrate the nice weather is taking a long walk with a great story from Audible. Audible's app makes it super easy to listen anytime, anywhere. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title to keep every month from their entire catalog. I'm a total mystery hound and have been loving Frieda McFadden's Housemaid series. They're super addictive whodunits with outrageous twist endings. If you love a good mystery too, you might even be able to snag the first one for free. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WWHL or text WWHL to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WWHL or text WWHL to 500-500. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to the Bravo Clubhouse for the podcast edition of Watch What Happens Live with me, Andy Cohen. If you're still drained from last night's debate, come drain your glass with us. It's Watch What Happens Live at home with Stacey Abrams and Alana Glazer now. Andy Cohen's got the full one. Everybody, welcome to Watch What Happens Live at Home. I'm your host, Andy Cohen, on Shotsky Night, hoping I don't give either of my guests reasons to say, will you shut up, man, at any point tonight? We'll see, though. My first guest is the former minority leader of the Georgia House of Representatives and a voting rights activist whose new documentary, All In, The Fight for Democracy, is available now on Amazon Prime Video. Say hi to Stacey Abrams and welcome, Stacey Abrams. Thank you so much for having so me. So happy you're here. My pleasure. My next guest is a hilarious actress, comedian, and activist whose election cheat sheet is so good that even all the Russians are talking, taking notes. Her weekly web series, Cheat Sheet for the Voting Booth, is available on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and more. Welcome our friend, Alana Glazer. Hi, Alana. Hey, thanks for having me. This is a, this is a nice, light thing after last night. And it's yeah, such an honor to get be into that. Um, sharing space with Stacey Abrams. So thanks for your booking. Appreciate it. Stacey Abrams, it is so great to have you here. We're all such big fans, Alana included. And I know that you're from the Peach State. I want to squeeze out some juicy tidbits from our first time guest with a little clubhouse quickie. <laughs> Stacey, was there a specific individual that made you want to get into politics? No, it was actually my parents. They used to take us with them to volunteer, to protest. I'm the second of six kids and we grew up in Mississippi where we were you know, relatively poor. 
And at one point I said, you know, how are two black people and their six children going to fix all of the problems here? And they said, well, that's the job of government. So my mission was to figure out why government wasn't doing its job. And here I am. That's awesome. What is, what's better after a long day at work, a tall glass of wine or a bowl of ice cream? Well, I don't drink, so ice cream it is. And I will have to give a plug to Jenny's ice cream because they are amazing. Okay. Who is your least favorite Buffy the Vampire Slayer character? I was not terribly happy with uh, some of the potentials in season seven. They tried out a few of them that were just, eh, you could have, you could have just done more, more spike. What is the last text you sent Oprah? I let her know that I could actually talk to her. She wanted to, she reached out to me and my response was, she asked when I was available and my literal answer was whenever you need me to be. Uh, that's the correct answer, right? Yes, yeah. Alana agrees. <laughs> Who was your first that's ever leadership. celebrity crush? Yeah. Oh, my first celebrity crush was Prince. That's a great one. He was, he was Do you have a go-to karaoke song? I don't do karaoke. My sisters do. They sing a lot more than I do. Um, but Give Me One Reason by Tracy Chapman would probably be mine because I've got that kind of uh, you know barroom voice where if you're drunk, I sound really good. So I like Give Me One Reason because I can hit all the notes and the chords. <laughs> I love it. Unless you've already blocked it out, you might remember there was a very chaotic debate between Trump and Biden last night, which was so off the rails that Joe Biden had to spend all of today on a train tour just to feel normal again. And since both of my guests spent the night shouting at their TVs, I want them to repeat their thoughts at a normal volume. It's time for That's Debatable. Do either of you feel that there was a clear winner in last night's debate? Oh, absolutely. Stacey, what do you think? It was clearly Joe Biden. Donald Trump had a public temper tantrum. I mean, when you get spanked both by your opponent and by the moderator, you've done something wrong. Well, speaking of the moderator, is there anything Chris Wallace could have done better to gain control over the debate? I mean, that was like just, that was like, he definitely was doing the best he could, but it really, I think he should have just called uh, Trump out more. Trump was just, I gotta just echo uh, Stacey for a second. Trump was having a meltdown unraveling before our eyes. He was stark raving mad. And it was, Chris Wallace was not um, speaking to that as much as he should have. The interruptions, it was as though he was just kind of like trying to noodle it or something and like vacillate between handling it and acting like it's normal and moving on. And it's like, this is insanity before our eyes. I wish he had just. I said I that think so that, that they should have had a mute. I think he should have had yes. a mute feature on his microphone to mute yes. the microphone of the person who wasn't speaking. Um, what was your reaction, Stacy, to Joe Biden asking Trump to shut up and calling him a clown, and now selling merchandise with his "Will you shut up, man?" quote? I think it's proof that he's ready to be president because he was channeling the thoughts of the American people. I mean, look, this is a man who thrives, <clears throat> Donald Trump thrives on chaos. He thrives on overperforming to hide his lack of competence. And last night, to Alana's point, he was having a full-blown meltdown. 
and the only thing he knew how to do was to yell and scream and stamp his feet. Chris Wallace, unfortunately, was like the uncle, the bachelor uncle who had to take the kid to the grocery <laughs> store and did not know whether he could beat him in public or not. And so was trying to make him quiet, trying to reason with the, the three-year-old. And instead we had, you know, we had Uncle Joe, who is also the vice president, who understood that you have to answer the questions, deliver a plan, but you also have to call out crazy when you see it. And that's what he that's did. Right. He, he said that's what we right. were thinking. Stacy, before we go to break, uh, thoughts on what I thought the headline of the night was, which was Trump refusing to condemn white supremacy and instead calling on the Proud Boys to stand back and stand by. Thoughts? He didn't. It wasn't simply that he refused to condemn white supremacy. He suborned it. He told them to make a plan. He told them that he was ready, ready for them. And he said very clearly that he had no objections to their behavior, despite the FBI saying that this group of people, that these white supremacists are, pose the strongest threat and danger to our nation. He proved himself not only to be a racist, but to again be unfit for the job of president of the United States. All right, I wanna take some virtual audience questions. First up, Curtis has a question for Alana. What is it, Curtis? Hi, Alana, I love you so much. Um, if Broad City was still on the air in 2020, what do you think Abby and Alana would be up to in quarantine? Hi, Curtis, thank you so much for your sweetness. Um, if Broad City were still on the air in 2020, I think um, I think they'd be quarantining together and I think there would be uh, tension there. I don't know that Abby would be so thrilled with that, but Alana would definitely have made it so. <laughs> All right, we have a question for <laughs> Stacey Abrams from Amber. Amber, what's your question? Hi, Leader Abrams. It's so it's such an honor to be in your presence. I don't know if you can see my button or not, but last year you came to an event that we did in Houston with Annie's List. And so I just want to also thank you for your incredible work that you've been doing on voting rights to ensure that everybody has the right to vote. Um, my question for you is, if you were on The Real Housewives, what would be your tagline? Well, thank you so much, Amber. And yes, I do remember coming to Houston. I talked about how important it was to vote. And what I would say is, you can't suppress me. Don't think you can suppress my votes. Oh, that is Woo! a great housewives tagline. Yes. That's awesome. Well, you know, every night on this show, I love to get seriously stupid. But since I have the honor of being joined by Stacey Abrams, I want to get stupidly serious for a minute. Election Day is just over a month away. Stacey, I just want you to tell us how we can all be prepared. For those who don't understand, what exactly in a bullet is voter suppression? Voter suppression is any attempt to either prevent you from voting or discourage you from voting. It's okay if people try to make you vote for their person over someone else, but when they try to stop you from exercising the right to vote, that's voter suppression. And how does the average American help fight against voter suppression? Number one, don't panic. We're gonna hear a lot of crazy, we saw some last night, but we're gonna see and hear things that make us worry about the security of our elections, the integrity of our elections, whether we are going to have an election. And the answer is, do not panic. We've been voting in this country since its inception. We voted during the Civil War. We voted during the Spanish flu. We apparently are in the midst of some version of the two and we can still vote. So number one, don't panic. Number two, make a plan to vote. Figure out, go to allinforvoting.com. Figure out if you can vote by mail. Almost everyone in the country can. 
figure out how you vote early. Almost everyone in the country can, and everyone can vote on election day, but consider election day last call. We have an election season, not election day, so vote as early as you can. So if there's any mistake, you've got time to fix it and time to make your voice heard. Are, this may be a dumb question, but are the people who are voting early, are all of their votes counted on election day or do the mail-in votes get counted later? So all votes get counted by election day. Now, last night in the midst of the you know cacophony of crazy coming out of Donald Trump, there was a question from Chris Wallace about some states, eight states that are saying you can't even open the mail-in ballots until election day. Each state has a different rule, but no votes get counted and actually tabulated until election day. So we all find out the same day. Even if you get your present early, you don't open it until the day of, and that's the way our voting system works in the United States. What do you say to people who think that their vote doesn't matter? I say that you're not wrong to be concerned about how effective your vote can be, but that's in part because we've created this mythology in America that voting is magic. It's not. Voting is part of a process. And like any process, you've got to do it over and over again to see the results that you want. There is no magic pill. There is no magic wand. But when we vote for people who actually see us, who hear us, who value us, we don't have to be excited about the way they talk or the way they, they look. We have to be excited about what they think they say they're willing to do for us. And if we are willing to do that, and if we're willing to vote, not just for the president, but vote all the way down the ballot, because most of the things that happen to us as Americans happen on the bottom of the ballot, it happens in the fine print. So we've got to vote from the top to the bottom. We've got to vote again and again, and we've got to fire the people who don't do what they say and hire better people who will do what we need. Voting works when we work it and when we continue to engage, but it doesn't work as well when we do it once and think that evil is going to go away because we showed up. Evil just waits in the shadows and it shows right back up the minute we turn our backs. So we've got to keep the light on it and we've got to keep working at it. And that's why I believe in voting. So well said. Thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing all that with us. Alana, I meant to ask you when we were talking about the debate. You're, I know you're in... Uh, Alana, I know you're in Brooklyn right now. What, what, what was your reaction to Trump last night saying that New York is currently a ghost town? I know you've, you've been in New York for a long time. Insane. He's out of his, he is out of his mind. It's all about him. It's all about him. There's no other people in his world. It's, you know, a baby goes through the experience of realizing that they're not the whole world and they're not their mother. And then they become a separate individual. So what individual. is New York like? Yeah. New York's great. It's doing, I mean, listen, we're, we're struggling. There's small business owners are struggling. Restaurant owners are struggling. The, the essential workers are running the city. Billionaires are not paying enough taxes. But this has been the case all along. It's not dead. People are still here and living here and existing and figuring out how to build beyond this. It's not dead. He says it's dead because nobody wants him back. Stacy got a lot of questions wanting to know if you will run uh, for governor of Georgia again or another office like the U.S. Senate. I'm going to run for office again. I haven't decided what. I am unlikely to ever run for the U.S. Senate. I've served in a legislature. I think it's a vital part of our democracy and a vital part of our three-party system, our three um, chambers of government. But I like implementation more than I like the creation of law. So I prefer to be on the executive side. Mm. I've done my time and I will work hard to make sure we've got good senators doing that work.
Awesome. Um, Alana, we got a question wanting to know if you think Joe Biden is more of an Alana or an Abby. H Hannah K. wants to know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess he's more of an Abby. I don't know. Stacy uh, Stacy K wants to know uh, whose idea was it for you to host a fundraiser at Candy's Old Lady Gang restaurant in 2018? That was the combined wisdom of Chelsea Hall and Selena Jegaday, two folks on my campaign who have really great ideas. And Candy was incredibly kind and gracious, welcomed us in, and her food is divine. By the way, I love the PSA from the Atlanta strippers encouraging people to uh, get your booty from the polls. Alana retweeted it, and awesome, right, Stacey? It is. Look, there are some who've taken exception to it. I believe in meeting people where they are. I wrote a book about voter suppression. I also did a movie about it. I'm here talking to you about it because we can't make change if we only talk to the people who are already listening. We've got to meet people where they All are, right. even if it's not where Amen. they tend to be. It is time to observe this, this day in day Bravo history. In Bravo history. It's the eight-year anniversary of this moment from the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion. Take a look. You don't bring up my father. Do you understand? Don't point at me. She's walking. She's walking. You know how I feel about you and what we've been through. Okay, we're in the worst place of our life. Deceased. I will rip her head off. Okay? And you're in the I worst mean place it. of your life with all these I people. mean it. Okay, I mean it. My father's untouchable. Who's yelling? You know who's yelling. I'll rip her head off. I swear to Christ. You better watch your tongue because I'm cutting right the out. If I can do that, I can do a presidential debate. I want to thank Stacey Abrams and Alana for being here. Thank you so much. See you on the after show on Twitter. Hey, watch what happens live listeners. This year, I really wanted to make an effort to prioritize eating more nutritious food, but it can be hard to find the time to cook at home. That's why I'm so glad I found Factor. Each week, Factor gives you over 35 different meal options to pick from, including vegetarian, keto, protein plus, and calorie smart, and over 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling amazing all day long. Factor's delicious two-minute meals make it a total breeze to eat better even when you don't have time to prep, cook, and clean up. And with great add-ons like desserts and smoothies, it's a lot easier to make more nutritious choices at snack time. I love anything chocolatey and can't get enough of their chocolate banana shake. It's full of protein and super yummy. If you'd like to give Factor a try, just head over to factormeals.com slash WWHL50 and use code WWHL50 to get 50% off. That's code WWHL50 at factormeals.com slash WWHL50 to get 50% off. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. 
Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. All right, it's the Watch My Elephants Live after show. Stacey Abrams' documentary is called All In, The Fight for Democracy. It's available on Amazon Prime Video now. Alana's web series, Cheat Sheet for the Voting Booth, you can see episodes all over the place and cheatsheetvotingbooth.com. She's also the co-founder of Generator, co-founder of Generator Collective. You know, Alana, there's been a lot of, you know, disappointment in the younger generation coming out to the polls over the last few elections. Do you get the sense that things might turn around this year? Are you hopeful? I really am. Because I, you know, we have seen Gen Z and millennials leave the conversation this year in particular around the climate crisis, around racial justice, taking to the streets, you know, really putting their bodies where they need to be to get the message across. I have so much faith in the biggest voting bloc this election cycle, Gen Z and millennials. Um, I really do. I think that Gen Z and millennials know what's going on and they get it and they get the urgency of this moment. Stacy, Marissa B. wants to know, what is your fondest memory of Representative John Lewis? And is there any piece of advice he gave you that you ardently lived by? My fondest memory was the day I went to see him to let him know I was running for governor. And we stood out on the balcony just outside his office, looking over the White House, looking over D.C. And just knowing that I'm standing with a man who's, who committed himself to history. And he said he would endorse me. So that, that was nice. Um, but you know, he, the, the advice he gave me is the advice he gives America, he gave America, you know, get in good trouble, but he was always there with you when you got in that trouble and he never abandoned a good fight. Yeah. Um, Alana, Leah, I wants to know if you ever heard from Ryan Reynolds after calling him out on Twitter for getting married on a plantation. Woo! <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear from him. Uh, didn't expect to, but, um, Leah, I on me. Kill ya. <laughs> um, Stacy, um, Erica D from Virginia wants to know what you think about the Real Housewives of Atlanta tackling the Black Lives Matter movement and other social justice issues. They, they've all been very active and involved um, on and off the show. As Ilana said, this is a moment of racial justice. And it's a moment where we have to acknowledge injustice and every voice matters. And I'm so proud of the fact that these women are putting not just their celebrity, but their activism into helping create change that we all need to see. Awesome. I agree. I want to thank Stacey Abrams and Alana Glazer. This was a great and important conversation. Check out both of their projects. For more, click around bravotv.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, new episodes go live Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you're subscribed. Have a great rest of your night. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels. A symphony of just three simple ingredients. Popcorn sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light 
and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker lied like a liar like a liar and if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal or you love to hop in the wayback machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes you should tune in to our podcast morbid follow morbid on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining wondery plus and the wondery app or on apple podcasts